Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... What? Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Tuesday's six-game NBA DFS Slate. Uh, I don't think Ryan wants to talk about NBA DFS, though, because his Michigan Wolverines are on to the next round. Look at this guy. Ooh, hat tip. All of the good things. Ryan, how you doing, buddy? I feel sweet. Sweet 16 bound. Uh, It was a very, very stressful game. Back and forth game between LSU and Michigan throughout the evening. And um, Michigan held on. Uh, I know the box score might seem like Michigan kind of ran away with things, but the game was close. I want to say LSU played a significantly better first half as they had zero turnovers, shot the ball 11 more times than Michigan. But Michigan held on. Uh, I'll take the win. I'll take another Sweet 16 uh, trip. Four straight years. uh, Four straight. uh, Sorry. Four out of the last five years uh, as there was no tournament last year. Yeah, I was going to say, I was at the Staples Center when they played Florida State to get to the Final Four. Mo Wagner just out there making making it rain in Staples. It was good times. And now we have little bro Franz Wagner, uh, and they'll be taking on Florida State for a chance at the Elite Eight uh, come this weekend. It's all coming full circle, buddy. You're in, <laughs> you're in good hands. It's it's good that the Big Ten has one good team. That makes me happy. I'm going to say it's been, a, it's been a train wreck so far. Am I not wrong about that? I, I mean, wrong about uh, pretty much every other school outside of Michigan. Uh, obviously, I've vastly overrated uh, heading into the tournament, clearly, with the seating and all things put together. It is getting stampede, but Michigan's keeping face with the Big Ten and hopefully uh, can take us to the promise. And it'll be tough if they have to face Bama or even the Florida State team's a really good team. So we'll see. And Gonzaga's the winner. I mean, they are loaded, and that'll be a tough task as is. Plus 110 at a couple lovely sports books around the place. If you want to take them to win a title right now, that's kind of ridiculous to think that there's, what, four games to go? Uh, and you're basically having an even money bet on them winning a national title. That's just, a, I mean, that's absurd. That's absurd. But anyway, as you guys might be able to notice, we have a sponsor here on our show today. It is Monkey Night Fight. Monkey Night Fight, head over to monkeyknifefight.com. Just start firing it up because our show is finally we found a sponsor their player props based contests are easy to play and don't require the time commitment that other dfs sites do we do like other dfs sites but this one specifically you can choose nba ufc pga esports soccer all of it you have everything at your disposal so head over there to mikeyknifefight.com 
Choose which game you want to play, your contest type, and your buy-in. They have multiple buy-in levels. And even better, when you sign up with promo code OSMO, you get an instant first match deposit bonus up to $50. So we really appreciate them uh, joining us. And uh, yeah, you ready to get get started, my dude? That's right. Sorry, you're checking your lineups. I know. I was going to say, we should probably talk about NBA here for a second. This slate is going like absurdly well if you played all the Drew Holiday, which I think most people did. I somehow ended up underweight on FanDuel. I just played 40%. Moses Brown, smash on DraftKings. Carl Anthony Towns, smash. Hopefully Sabonis can salvage it because Milwaukee just ran Indiana out of the gym in the first half. Yeah, it was a uh, very uh, late swap filled night. Uh, because we got this uh, news out of left field when Tatum got ruled out. And that put a, a huge, huge twist to those uh, 9 p.m. Eastern tip-off games, such as we had to deal with uh, you no know, Kevin Porter Jr., which bumped Sterling Brown, which you and I uh, are happily over the field on, and that's paying off as a potential Devontae Graham pivot. So, And then we got we had to, uh, there was a lot of Jalen Brown, Chris Middleton lineups that are hopefully paired up together. Hopefully uh, Middleton gets another extra run. Otherwise, he really will be disappointing for a $7,600 price tag. Yeah, I'm feeling good about Sterling Brown and Pat Connaughton together. I would feel much better if Drew Holiday was a part of any of those over on DraftKings. It's kind of gross that he ended up being kind of the odd man out. You can't play everybody. I kind of capped it to three Milwaukee Bucks, and he was kind of the odd man out in a lot of those. So I'm about half under the field on DraftKings, and I'm about, I thought I was at the field, but I'm below it at 40% on FanDuel. But either who, you guys want to hear about this slate that we have going here uh, for, for Tuesday. Get down to that bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell. Let's ride. Going to the top end of DraftKings, we've got a big question mark sitting next to James Harden. That is in the late game. we got to hope we get that news ahead of time, but he's questionable. He banged up his neck at the end of the first half uh, in that last game. Didn't even know if he was going to come back. I kind of had a little mini heart attack. He came back, salvaged my min caches. It was it was a joyous occasion. Thanks, James Harden. What a hero. Russell Westbrook sitting right below him, now at 10,800. Good Lord. Uh, just been... Out of his mind, 62.5, 82.25 against Utah, 70.25. I mean, he's just kind of taking over this offense. Now he's getting this slow-paced New York game. What a contrarian spend-up he would be. 10-8 for him uh, against New York, and then Harden uh, against Portland, which is like the absolute best possible matchup, $11,000. And then LeBron James going to be out for a while, so we'll get back to the Lakers here. But Damian Lillard, $10,000 going on the opposite side up against the uh, going up against the Brooklyn Nets. We'll, again, see whether or not James Harden goes. But uh, talk to me about the top end, those three specifically, over on DraftKings. So, yeah, we got Harden, we got Westbrook, and uh, we also have Dame Lillard, uh, 10K in a fantastic matchup. I have no issues going there. I think I'd probably rank him Harden, Lillard, Westbrook for all things put together. And Harden's questionable, so that could definitely change things if he's obviously ruled out. Keep in mind, no Kyrie Irving. He's going to miss the next three games to a family matter. So James Harden and the rest of the Brooklyn Nets cast, we should definitely ride him, right? 11K. And we had the situation earlier. He paid off then. I think we can definitely ride James Harden versus Portland. I like If you can find a way to jam in both, we'll see what type of value opens up, uh, what type of price tags stick out to us right now. But uh, if you can find a way to get both Harden and Lillard, I have no issues there whatsoever. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that as well. So we're looking down further. Uh, ben Simmons going up against Golden State over on FanDuel, 8,200. Uh, I like that number a lot more than the 8,800 that you're paying over on, on DraftKings. Jamal Murray uh, started spiking a little bit of an upside and kind of tapered off 
against New Orleans, 39.1 on, on FanDuel. So I'm curious if that might, you know, he, he's starting to come alive a little bit. Orlando hasn't been as bad of a spot to be going to uh, as before. Um, still a slow-paced team, but give up quite a bit of production to the point guard position. So maybe Jamal Murray's a spot that we can be looking at. Chris Paul now getting an elevated tag up to 7,500, now getting Miami. That's probably going to be a pass for me. The guy that I'm very curious what you're going to do, like what you're going to do, like with this Lakers team in general, Dennis Schroeder, 6,600 on, on DraftKings. He's 7K over on FanDuel. That'll be a tough one to get to. But getting this New Orleans matchup, uh, I'm curious what that line is going to open at. We don't have it yet. Um, but I'm I'm very curious. They're going to be near. I mean, New Orleans isn't a good basketball team by, by any standards and like a, a top team in the West. But I am assuming they'll be seven, eight point favorites in this spot. Is Dennis Schroeder somebody you have any interest in? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have some interest in Dennis Schroeder. I know... Even the elevated price tag on FanDuel, I think there's a potential for him to put up 40 fantasy points. And I think at 7K, you'll be content with that. And that's pretty, yeah, that's usually going to be good enough. But there, I like I like going to Lonzo Ball on the other side of the game if uh, if things were going to go that way. I think that's a fine option. Spending down to guys like Goran Dragic versus Phoenix definitely could be consideration. Uh, but Damian Lillard, 9,400. Uh, definitely going to be someone we should be targeting over there on FanDuel specifically. Uh, Jordan Poole has been very, very good uh, the last two times out. Price at 6,500 on FanDuel. I believe he is, uh, what does he come in at? 5,600 on uh, point guard, shooting guard eligible on DraftKings. I think we could try him out one more time uh, just because he's playing 38 minutes. And at 38 minutes, you'll take that. His shot attempts are in the teens. So uh, he took 21 shot attempts last time. I, I think that's obviously on the higher side of things. I think if you were to take 15 to 17 shot attempts, I'll definitely be very uh, content with that outcome. Uh, other point guards to consider, Derek Rose uh, against Washington. Uh, he did say COVID was 10 times worse than the flu. His whole family had got it. So we'll see how much how much Derek Rose is affected by it. He's been out for some time now. So, But I do think Tibbs is going to be like, all right, you're gonna to have to go play out, uh, play for me right now. So I didn't even think uh, about that. What a fun situation that's gonna to be to monitor. And just D Rose be huffing and puffing, looking at his knees, just saying <laughs> thanks, Tibbs. Uh, but another guy to, that deserves mention with no Kyrie Irving is Bruce Brown Jr. Uh, BBJ uh, against Portland. I can think. I think is a fine value option to consider over there in DK. And that's really running out that punk guard position. Yep, that's about all I see, too. Uh, top end of shooting guard over on FanDuel. James Harden, 11-3 over there. Bradley Beal, 9,600 in the same trudgy matchup. Uh, has been pretty bad of late. I mean, he played all right against Utah. You had uh, you had him along with Westbrook along, you know, it was it was just a it was just a, a great game by Washington in general. Probably but the best offensive performance I've seen from them all year. Uh, up against a, a pretty formidable team. So 9,600 against New York, probably not for me, but we've seen them overcome matchup before. Devin Booker, 7,700 up against Miami. Still feels like a low number for a guy who's starting to spike some upside. He's had two games of 44.8 or better on FanDuel in his last three, uh, one of which being against the Lakers. The other one, Minnesota, will basically write that one off and, and not count. But uh, up against Miami, so a, a good spot to be going to. A tough guy to figure out what I'm going to do with. Uh, well, no, I'm not going to play CJ McCollum. But Andrew Wiggins is 6,800. Uh, had the 65.6 against Memphis. Same matchup, 36.8. 
feel like he's going to be super, super popular. Now he's going to go up against Philly. I'm assuming he'll get the Ben Simmons treatment. Not that I care about individual defense, but Philly in general is a good defensive matchup to be going to. Uh, Who are you kind of looking at at shooting guard? And then what is your Andrew Wiggins level? Because I have an irrational amount of love for him tomorrow. I uh, love going to Wiggins tomorrow. I've been kind of riding the Wiggins wave with no curry, and uh, we get one more game of it. So might as well ride him. Uh, 6,600. I still think he's like maybe $500 too cheap for this uh, situation over there on FanDuel. So makes for a fine option. Uh, sorry, 6,600 on DraftKings. Uh, makes for a fine option over there. Uh, looking, look, Taking a look at things at FanDuel, he's 6,800 over there. Uh, seems also, like I said, $500 to $600 too cheap. McCollum, on the other hand, uh, against this uh, Brooklyn team, he went from 28 to 24 minutes. Now, against Brooklyn, he could definitely light it up in just 28 minutes. Uh, so it's a Brooklyn team I'm not too scared scared of. So he'll be contrarian, in my opinion. And uh, taking some GPP flyers at 7,500 McCollum is fine with me. But some value options that stick out to me, I mean, James Harden is a great value at 11-3, as crazy as that sounds, because – uh, he's just going to, I think, ball out with no Kyrie. Uh, Bruce Brown Jr. is only 4K on FanDuel. Seems like a fine spend-down option. And uh, other guys who are kind of cheap, if you want to take your stabs at guys like hmm, in the mid-tier, uh, guys like Tyler Hero, Ta- Talon Horton Tucker is 6K. He's fine at 2,800. Uh, uh, if he was going to play 28 minutes, it's like – Obviously, you loved him when he was in the fours, but obviously he's earned his price tag, but he's an okay value over there. And if Frickon Korkmaz were to start again at 3500 I'm moderately interested, not like super over the moon with Frickon. Better play over there in DK potentially with the three-point bonus, but priced up at 4500 for his game. Um, other guys over there on uh, DraftKings, Joe Harris, 5,400. I do think he's going to get some extra shots against his Portland team and no Kyrie. So that's something that's going for him. Other guys that stick out at their specific price over there, DK. Schroeder, 6,600 is fine. Evan Fournier, 6,600. I mentioned him. Okay, Aaron Gordon uh, just demanded a trade uh, a few hours ago from Orlando. And uh, he's they've been getting a ton of ton of phone calls for him, so there's a good chance he might not play tomorrow. That might boost Fournier if, with some usage. I agree. PJ Tucker won't return, so everybody's night is over. Um, don't even look at your lineups the rest of the night. Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker is 4,400. You've got Lonzo Ball, who's questionable. You could be looking at a series where you just go back to that Pelicans value. He uh, he ended up being a, a I, I don't know. I don't think he was on the injury report on Sunday, but he was a late scratch for that early slate because I definitely got up and was grinding that thing and uh, and felt pretty good about my Nikhil Alexander-Walker pivots. He got to 32.25 at 4,200. He's only up to 4,400. 31 minutes is a nice number to beginning of him, so I would have more interest there. I'm assuming he would start again as well. So definitely a, definitely a positive spot to be looking at there too. Wanted to add him to the fray. Anybody else you want to talk about? Um, obviously news might change things up in that, um, mm-hmm. Brooklyn side of things where if Harden were to be ruled out and you know, taking shots across the uh, other guys, like in the shooting guard position are fine on their Brooklyn team guys like, uh, obviously Bruce Brown Jr. would stick out over there, but, uh, 
Maybe uh, who else would play shooting guard? Uh, everyone on that Brooklyn team, Joe Harris would take a ton of shots. Everybody. <laughs> everyone might take 30 shots. Even Blake Griffin might be considered in play, but we'll talk about the par forward position oh when we God, get there. Don't say that ever again. <laughs> He's 5,100 on FanDuel. We'll talk about it. I, I saw that earlier. I just wanted to like give you a preemptive don't do it to yourself, but uh, I would have a lot of interest in those other pieces. Plus, there's I, I would have interest in every piece on that team because the blowout potential would be outrageous too uh, should you lose Harden. Uh, let's go up to the top end of small forward over on DraftKings. 9,300 Jimmy Butler. Uh, and then on FanDuel, I saw that he was like at 9,500. So he's come down from 11K over there. That was nice of them because uh, that would have been brutal. This small forward position is just gross on FanDuel. So on DraftKings, Ben Simmons, 8,800. He has that small forward eligibility over there. That's always nifty. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 7,800 going up against this Lakers team that is not the normal Lakers team. Uh, came off a of 54.5. Absolutely loved what he did against Denver the other day. New Orleans just played a just played a game where it was like, just blitzkrieged him there early. Uh, Denver came back. Jokic ended up getting there. And it was it was a nice it was a nice game to be seeing there. And then Aaron Gordon, sixty nine hundred, doubt that he plays. Maybe he will. I don't know. If you demand a trade and it comes out in the press, and uh, I I mean, is he could he just end up having the ability to sit down? I, I I don't know necessarily, but can't imagine they would want to risk it, especially coming off of injury. Talk to me about the top end of small forward. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Butler, ninety three hundred dollars is a fine fine option. Don't uh, definitely like going there. Ben Simmons, probably one of my favorite plays on the slate, all things put together, just because he's been disappointing. Now he plays a Golden State team, 8,800, 8,200 on DK and FanDuel, respectively. Uh, he has the capability of being one of the highest scoring players on the slate. And I say this every time when he's on there, and I, I still like going to him. So I'm going to be uh, trying to get over the field on Ben Simmons. Brandon Ingram uh, is uh, firmly in play at that, at that price tag. I know he's not been showing that 50-point upside any time of recent times, except he did it against Denver. Um, so I think that's a spot we should definitely be considering to go to against this depleted Lakers team. So definitely fine option. Porter Jr., 6,700. I like that. But Wiggins stands out uh, with, the, with the current Golden State team. He's going to be on pace to potentially take 25 shot attempts. So sign me up for Andrew Wiggins uh, at the small forward position. Over there in FanDuel, where you got a roster too, Joe Harris, 4,700. Come on, FanDuel, man. Like, like let's, let's get your act together. Hachimura just needs to put up a 60-burger for his price tag to change. He's 5,200. Porter Jr., 65. Kelly Oubre Jr. could be the Golden State guy to go off, so I like him quite a bit. And Brendan Ingram is seventy six hundred. Seems like for all fine spend uh, spend on options off of Jimmy Butler and Kuzma deserves the uh, mention at sixty five hundred. He has forty point upside in his bag as well. So a lot of reasons to spend down of Jimmy Butler, where it might be unique to spend up to him. So keep in mind with what ownership projections might look at throughout the day. Rui Hachimura. Man, did it feel good to be right about him. As soon as Scott Brooks called him off, I've been riding him so hard, but now he's getting the ownership. This might be a time, actually. Uh, so I always talk about you want to be early to the party and you want to be the first one to leave. So I, I think I'm going to be off of him at 5,200 on FanDuel against New York. Simply a matchup thing because uh, 39 minutes a night, basically, for the last six games. It's been a ridiculous, ridiculous run. They just have nobody else that they can really put out there at that position. He can play at the three and the four, and yeah, they they don't they don't like Mo Wagner the same way that you do. Let it be known. 
let's go over to power forward here. Uh, top end on FanDuel, because we're bouncing back and forth. Equal opportunity for the sites. Julius Randle sitting at $10,000 going up against Washington. Uh, yes, please. Like, I know 10K seems very, very jarring, but... I think I'm going to have a lot of him over at that number. Tobias Harris, 8,800 up against Golden State. Obviously, no Joel Embiid. That price tag is kind of rose, even though he put up 32.8 last game. That might seem like a spot not to be going to, but we'll see what the ownership is because there's definitely upside. We've seen it two games ago. And then Zion Williamson, 8,600. No Anthony Davis. No LeBron James. Uh, My dear God, how much Zion is too much Zion? How much sign is too much sign? 101%. Because then you cheated, yeah. right? <laughs> I, mean, I love Zion in this matchup. $8,600. You definitely are going to be a ton, ton interested in him. It's fine to pivot to guys like Tobias Harris, Bam Adebayo, but I, Zion should definitely eat. Julius Randle, 10K. I think well, his ownership will be low. He has north of 50-point upside versus this Washington team. So sign me up. Draymond Green is still going to be able to get some extra ball handling duty. He was great two games ago, came down to earth last time out. Uh, So he has upside in him. And with no Curry, obviously, his efficiency of like his assist will go down. Those screen assists that he's so good at, they're going to come down. But I still think he can garner himself to getting double-digit assists without Curry, Uh, especially... uh, with the, with the cast of characters he has, he's going to, I think, going to have a lot more ball handling duty put in his uh, position. If you think Nicholas Claxton's going to keep balling out the way he has been, uh, has been a monster in terms of like uh, point per dollar plays. Uh, he somehow, when he's on the court, just finding those James Harden lobs, he's fine. taking 10 shots, like two out of the last three games. It's been pretty, pretty remarkable. I have uh, not him. been on Nicholas Claxton. I'm just throwing that <laughs> out there. This is absurd what he's doing. It's absurd. It's, and then he got to 26 minutes, so they obviously like what he's doing, right? Might be a showcase for a trade. A trade deadline is Thursday. I'm just saying. I'm just How about saying, you get rid but... of Jeff Green instead? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Green is just out there wasting space. Uh, I played him one day. I think he played okay. He put up like 29 or something. Uh, let's see up against Indiana, 29.3. Then Orlando played 31 minutes for a solid nine on FanDuel. Then 24 minutes against Washington and a perfect matchup ended up with 6.9. So yeah, Jeff Green is dust. Continue. Other guys, uh, you could go to Jeff Green, uh, with uh, all these guys who are out. So there you go. uh, There you go. (laughs) I'm, 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 I'm just being honest. I, mean, I know. No Kyrie. You can. I know. I was just kind of being a little facetious. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, other spend down options. If you think Tony Bradley is going to get going super efficiently versus Golden State. Sure. Uh, no issues really paying down for him over there. Marquise Morris deserves a shout out just because there's no one really there for this Lakers team. And he could play 30 minutes and take double digit shot attempts in his limit uh, in the, in those minutes played over there on uh, uh, DK. We saw uh, Trevor Reza come back into the fold and play 19 minutes, and he's 3100. Uh, does that interest you at 3100, Trevor Reza? No, no, I can't do that. No, I had to, I had Andre Iguodala would have to be out again because I believe Andre Iguodala was out that game. So, what is Andre Iguodala at? He is 
he's active. So yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. He did oh, Andre played on the twenty first. Good lord, no, not Trevor Ariza. Don't do that. I, I, I would was, rather I was, find I would rather find the six hundred on, on DraftKings to get up to Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah, I would, I would try to find the extra 200 even to go to Paul Millsap at $3,900. Uh, I, I was just scrolling backwards on the salary-wise, and I saw his uh, price tag, and I was like, oh, how many minutes did he play? So, Rintak, I know. You're too sharp. I just had to I had to go to you a little bit because I know you're smashing tonight, and I'm not, so I'm sad. Uh, let's go to the top end of center, and let's round this puppy out. Uh, on DraftKings, Nikola Jokic is 10-7 up against Orlando. Gotta like that. Uh, it's Nikola Jokic up against Nikola Vucevic, who's notoriously not the greatest defender on planet Earth. Really like that. Julius Randle, 9,900 over there. Nikola Vucevic, 9,700 in that same matchup. Don't really like picking on him. Uh, we'll see if Aaron Gordon plays. I mean, if Aaron Gordon doesn't play, I will have interest in going to Vooch. Zion Williamson, 8,700 over there on DK. And then Bam Adebayo. 8100 coming off of 54 fantasy points. His price tag only went up $200. think I'm going to have some interest there over on DK. Uh, obviously, he's power forward eligible over on FanDuel at 8K there, and I, I expect him to garner some ownership, even up against Phoenix. Talk to me about the top end of center. What are you doing? You were just watching your lineups go up. Is that what you're doing? Are you just lineup no. hawking? I, I'm just trying to keep track of what's happening with Jalen Brown, if he is outperforming Middleton or not. So that's going to be a big decision. Uh, well, you don't have any that. money on this slate, so it doesn't matter. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, looking at the top end of uh, center, uh, we got MVP frontrunner now, Nikola Jokic. Uh, 50, uh, what's he coming at? He's coming in up at 10-7 over there on DraftKings versus Orlando. I think we can definitely uh, consider going to Nikola Jokic at that price tag. 10-7 uh, definitely has the range to be the highest scoring player on the slate by many, many points. On the other side of things, I like going to Nikola Vucevic, uh, or uh, yeah, Nikola Vucevic and Nikola Jokic. That's the difference in Nikola. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, there's like a there's like a distinct way to announce both of their names. Oh, I really? I'm gonna out. have to check that out. I had no idea. Nikola, yeah. Nikola. It's Nikola Vucevic, right? Yeah, Nikola. I think so. I, I'm I have now, absolutely I'm a, no idea. This is terrible radio slash podcast slash television slash webcast. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it, one of them is Nicola and one is not one of them is Nicola. So okay. it's uh, I forget which one, but now that I've confused myself. But uh, in terms of the mid tier options, obviously Bam is in play. Zion Williamson firmly in play. Enos Cantor against Brooklyn. Uh, against Brooklyn, people just feast, and Cantor could definitely put up a twenty twenty spot in, a, in in short minutes. So, definitely a fine option. And I'm going to keep riding Montrez Harrell, man. Uh, only thing that might be concerned if Marcus Saul starts, he might lose a few minutes here that here and there. But uh, six eight hundred uh, Montrez Harrell, I think we can definitely consider that an option over there. Over there in Fando, Jokic. 11k is fine. Uh, Vooch at 10-2, uh, sure. Uh, definitely fine. Uh, would rather find those extra 800 to go up to Jokic. Harold is even in play at $7,500. No issues there whatsoever. If you want to spend down to guys like Dwight Howard, I can't fault you or Enos Kander at 5,900. Anyone else below there that stand out to you? Guys like uh, Kelly Olynyk, even a Wiseman who's expected to return tomorrow, and Alex Len who's been playing really well. Uh, the guy, how do you feel 4, about 4200 Alex Len played 28 minutes 
the minutes are just so hard to tell. Scott Brooks just decides, hey, you go today. Uh, played 18 up against Gobert, which made no sense because Alex Len, I thought, was a smash for that too. I didn't have as much as I should have. I was over the field uh, against Brooklyn at 3,500, but he's no longer the min, but he's also, I think, probably the only real viable guy down there. Um, James Wiseman, if he did go, I don't think would get enough minutes to really garner any kind of interest going that direction. So that's... I mean, other than maybe Robin Lopez, if you were to just like look for the tournament pivot who's under 1%, go to Robin Lopez instead of playing Alex Lynn because Alex Lynn will definitely still garner some ownership. Would you agree with that? And then anybody else you want to touch base with? Um, Spending all the way down to guys like... Now, uh, I think Wiseman would be the cheapest guy I'd consider, honestly. That's really about it. Uh, but Harrow's great. Uh, Olenek is fine even at 5k the guy's still getting a handful of minutes to pay off that price like kind of one of those streaky players over there in DK uh, Nicholas Claxton $3,900 so if you think he's going to go 7 of 10 from the field 8 of 10 from the field in 25 minutes versus Portland uh, I think you should definitely have interest in that he's so going to now well done that was all you Oh, damn you, Rinpak. All right, guys, that's all we got for you today. Rinpak, uh, give the, the give your final words to the people. No, it's a it's an exciting slate uh, with studs like Harden and Jokic and some pivotal news. And uh, have fun. Take advantage of our tools, our shows, and uh, enjoy uh, the Tuesday uh, NBA DFS action. And thanks so much for tuning in and starting your day off with us. It is fantastic. Thank you so much to our new sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Make sure you guys head over there and check it out if you didn't already for the March Madness Bracket dealio. It was fantastic. It's been a lot of fun to, again, free 99, as good as it gets. And you get free money, first uh, deposit bonus sign up. Make sure you take advantage of that too. He's Ryan. I'm Eric. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.